So, um, what are your favorite moped sounds? The buffalo. Uh, <laughs> spin it on the table. I don't know, like touch Make that coin you noise. You know all that hot shit we talked about, those um, challenge coins? Oh boy! We still don't have any. I, I have one for another club. Yeah. <laughs> My beer's already open. Cracked it. Hear ye, hear ye. This is episode 200 of the Moped Monday podcast. A real milestone. God, had to bring Chom- Thomas Chisholm himself back into the room. Oh, Chisholm boy. He was here at number one. He was here at number 100. Now he's here at number 200. I just come in when it counts. <laughs> oh, dude. Like, I can't believe it. Like, like technically, I guess it's more than 200. If you look at like the bonus episodes and the random bullshit songs that kind of threw off the number, but I'm the I'm the podcast blister. I just show up when the work's done. <laughs> but dude, it's 200 official episodes of the Moped Money podcast. Pretty exciting. Yeah. We're gonna do some ratchet for episode 200. We're gonna I, get hype. We're gonna cut each other's hair. <laughs> Something. Someone's losing dick hair just for let's, this episode. <laughs> let's brush each other, other's teeth live on air. It'll be exciting. And switch toothbrushes halfway yeah. through. Disgusting. God, dude. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna tell you guys straight up, right out, right out the gates. At least <sighs> that way you know what the prizes are. You can fast forward to the end if you want to hear the details about this, and you don't really care about what we're talking about on the podcast. But we are gonna be doing a drawing for. Um, a dose gift card, two hundred bucks should be sick. Or if, uh, or if you get the sticker and it's upside down and it's sod. <laughs> uh, moped Rich from Magneto's uh, Moped Club himself, dude, our buddy Lou is going to be giving away a spot in next year's Moped Rich calendar. So if you've ever gotten one of the Moped Rich calendars, which our guest today is in there, sick, sick. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to be giving away one month spot. Uh, hopefully it lets me pick the month. I'm going to do August for my son's birthday. Yes, prepare yourself. Once you get in the calendar, man, your phone's not going to stop ringing. <laughs> You're going to be like certified movie star shit. Going to get an official blue check gonna on be, Instagram. Yeah, they're going to be fucking beating your door down. Just calendar's life, man. Man, can you can you make one of those bikes, man? How much that is? Yeah, how much that go? <laughs> um, we're, moped seat dudes hooking us up straight out of Bob Ross. I meant, fuck, not Bob Ross. That's the wrong club, dude. I call it. I call this club Bob Ross. That's the California club. Yeah, I don't know. Don't ask me, man. He's in um, Brute Squad. Brute Squad. Yeah, it's because they started with the B. You but know? do you do it on? Do you get the two hundred dollar dose card first, and then get moped seat dude to fix your shit up, and then you go for your calendar <laughs> spot? And then what's what's next? You're like uh, in Jason Bourne fifteen movie because they. <laughs> Now you're famous. <laughs> they get they get what we give them. We're gonna actually package the moped rich calendar spot and the moped seat dude together. So moped seat dude's gonna be doing one free reupholstery for your seat. Uh, if you got that ragged skateboard, seat. you get to choose from one of two patterns that are predetermined. I think you can do any seat. So if you have a seat, you can just send it in and he'll fix it for you. You got to pay for shipping, like that's on you, and he'll give you two free patterns of something else that he already has done. So, you know, you want a, a maxi seat. You know, I think he's got a couple that are normal, like Magnum seats and stuff. Okay, so he already has some built yeah, he's got some things that you patterns. could slip on mm-hmm. or that you could have mailed to you and never slip it on. 
I'll slip it on. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> and then uh, we're also going to be doing a uh, Treatland package deal. This is going to be a, a spoke disc wheel. Wait, uh, but I don't think this is going to... When I talked about this, I wanted to do... Oh, leave me a message. Oh, and, and they tell me tell you what they want. Yeah, and why? Because otherwise, you're just giving like, all right. So there's yeah, a what if they don't need it? There's a disc brake wheel we're giving away. A 17 inch disc brake, presumably for anything that fits a 17 inch disc yeah. brake, whatever you, you know. Have 17 inch wheel in the front with disc. Like, yeah, sticking on the back of your Hobbit, sticking on the front of your <laughs> your Honda, whatever. But, but but if you don't want it, don't ask for it. But if you think that's something you want. We want to know about it because I'd want we'd want the thing to go to the right place. Yeah. And the second prize for that is a KTM clutch bell for Pook. Like, if you don't need that, if you're not planning on buying other parts, or if you think you're gonna buy those parts, give us you know let us know. We want that part to go to you. And if you don't know what the KTM clutch can do in a Pook, you just look at some YouTube videos because that bitch barks, dude. Yeah, it's it, barking. It, it hits hard. And third, uh, pretty much everybody needs a PHBG carb. So. Yeah. Everyone, everyone needs one of those. Yeah, you know, it's a good starter car for like learning, like you know, your second tier. You know, y'all, you, you had a shawl, then you had a, then you had a Bing. You know, you learned about a needle, and now you want to step up. You know, you get you a PHBG. But we're not talking about how they get those prizes yet, correct? Yeah. No, no, we're not going to tell you how you win. You got to wait to the end episode or fast forward through all of the shit that we're going to talk about for the next hour because uh, you don't care. I got to be here an hour. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> You didn't tell me about that. Hey, man, we'll see how long it goes. Um, and then we have two more treats, gift cards for a hundred dollars each. So yeah, that's it. We got that out the way. Um, anyway, if you've never heard of us before, this is Moped Money Podcast, where we talk about vintage mopeds in the U.S. Sometimes we talk about scooters. Sometimes we talk about e-bikes. Sometimes we talk about motorcycles. And I got boogers. Sometimes we talk about dicks and other things that have nothing to do with mopeds. And booger dicks. You never and know. Dick boogers. <sighs> but yeah, it feels good. I'm glad we started the podcast. It's been fun. It's been a, a been a journey. You know, we started not knowing how long it would go, if it would keep going or, or what. And to make it this far is kind of like cool. Like, there's a lot of we in there. It's mostly just Jason. I mean, it's all Jason. In fact, I'm having fun. I enjoy it. Some of the conversations are, are great. I'm like, we have like funny stories and I laugh and, you know, I get off and I'm like, ah, oh, that was fun. Yeah. I'm just you lucky know? enough to be a part of it occasionally. Yeah. And it's cool. Like, like to shine a light on our scene and our community. Cause like, it's not something you see a lot in like the rest of your life. Like mopeds outside of like when I'm doing moped stuff, unrelated like i don't see or hear about mopeds except for j crew posted a moped in their one of their ads recently they had a peugeot or something or <laughs> i was like damn it and someone was like damn mopeds went mainstream it's so easy <laughs> all you gotta do is buy it yeah i mean it's Take a, a picture cool, that's that's what it is mopeds are a cool prop like they're it's a great accessory every tiktok <laughs> house should have a moped somewhere in their shit yeah you want a great accessory just look like look like you know you're like you know you really know something just have a moped in the background Make sure you're legit. So that, all, you, all you normies out there, just buy a moped. Make sure you're legit. That's been my hustle. I'm going out and taking Moped Monday <laughs> pictures. Like, I don't really ride it all that far. I just, like, ride it for a minute just to get a couple of good pictures to post up. Trying just, to get trying to get the crew fancy, excited again, you know? pay fancy models to take pictures with, beside our bikes. That's it from now on. We're starting a new Instagram account where we just, like, 
hire fancy models and really expensive clothes to take pictures beside our members. How do you pay them? <laughs> like, what do you pay? Uh, <laughs> they get paid way more money doing way easier shit. Yeah, I don't know. We got to bribe them with something, trick them. <laughs> but dude, I don't know. That's been fun, and it's cool to like see all this stuff happening. It's been fun, like shine a light on new clubs and like riders and people in our community that like you know you might not hear about or you might have only seen on the internet like like our guest today like i had seen your bike on instagram a ton and i was like damn this bike's fucking cool dude but like i couldn't remember like meeting you or seeing you in person and then i hit that nashville rally this year and i saw you then i was like damn oh, yeah. there it is there's the bike oh, yeah. <laughs> so i don't know it was rad dude but uh why don't we why don't we get into it let's get into it dude um why don't you yep. tell everyone who you are and where you're from? My name is Joe. Uh, some of you might know me from Instagram as the Roadhouse or Playhouse. Um, I'm from Cleveland. Um, and a lot of you know my bike a lot more than me. It's the beige <laughs> Concord with the V1. Um, so it's, it's been in the Moped Rich catalog or the calendar. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, and I've, I've taken it to about four rallies i'd say mm-hmm. and like the, the let's talk about it straight out the gates dude the most clutch part of, of it together is that like he's got the matching truck bro like he's oh, got yeah. the ultimate moped setup like i've talked about it lots of times about man when i become a when i become a real adult when i become a, a grown man i'm just gonna like fuck all my friends and renting these trailers and going to rallies with other people it's gonna be me and my ride and my moped on the back and uh, yeah. you've done it, but you've done it well, to like, well, <laughs> yeah. And, and it, it actually is a way more backwards story than you would think because <laughs> I painted, I painted the moped and did all that like four years or so before I got the truck. Damn. And the only reason I got the truck was because it was like the craziest deal I've ever seen on a vehicle and I couldn't pass it up. Yeah, I like. I went to buy a Tacoma that was that uh, cement gray color, mm-hmm. and they did, they didn't have it. They only had the beige one, and I was almost like embarrassed to buy it. I was like, my moped's that color. I can't, <laughs> I can't get the matching truck, and uh, but I couldn't pass it up. So uh, oh, I bought the dude. truck way way later. Yeah, that's sick. The matching trucks like actually yeah. like a great deal. Like I mean, like I think it's cool. Like I think the looks yeah, bad. Funny you know? But yeah. uh, but Joe, dude, so let's uh, let's go back, dude. Like, tell us, like, you know, yeah. kind of how you got in the mopeds, because I can see, like, looking at your Instagram, that like you're one who's mm-hmm. not scared to get your hands dirty and like take on a, like, uh, yeah. a large project, you know, between your RV and everything else you got going on. Yeah, I guess I guess I've got, I've become more patient over the years, so I I I'm, I don't mind like taking him down all the way to the nuts and bolts down to the frame and just like building its flow. Uh, I, bu- I bought that Concord in 2017 and I didn't even start working on it until 2020, I think, uh, or 2019. So I had it in my shop for a couple of years before I even touched it. Yeah. Um, what made you want to buy it? it? Yeah. I'll tell you how, how, how moped started for me. Um, kind of a, a long story but it was a bet basically <laughs> um so i moved to cleveland in like 2012 and you know you know chris hoke yeah uh he's like the moped guy yeah, in Black cleveland. Pops. so I, I 
yeah, I, I lived in his neighborhood and I, I knew him from the neighborhood, just like going out to events and parties and stuff. And I knew he was like the moped guy back then, like 10 years ago. Um, but I never, I never bought one. I never really knew what a moped was. I, I thought they were all the scooters, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, one of my friends bought one for, uh, bought a moped and paid a couple hundred bucks for it, a few hundred bucks or something. And, uh, I think like three or $400. And I was like, man, I see these things at like garage sales and flea markets all the time. I, I guarantee, I was like, I bet you I could buy one for less than a hundred bucks. <laughs> and that was how it started for me. When I got the Concord, I bought it at an auction, uh, like an estate sale auction for 80 bucks. And that's probably why it sat in my garage so long. Cause I like bought it and I was like, now what, <laughs> you know, is that, is that with the buyer uh, premium or did you keep it under the hundred bucks? Uh, no, it was, it was under a hundred bucks. I think, yeah, I think with the buyer premium, probably like 10%, like 88 bucks, whatever. I don't, I don't, I don't know what it was. Yeah. But yeah, I, I like then, that like, Thomas knows a, about that running. stuff. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, wait, there's extra money? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because I'm, I'm looking at yeah, uh, auctioning yeah. some liquor, uh, some like vintage liquor. I'm like, uh, I'm trying to sell it privately because I don't want to pay the, the seller fees and the buyer fees and also the crap. So, yeah, you got to pay taxes and stuff too sometimes. Yeah, yeah, if you're, if you're hosting a sale, yeah. it sucks. Damn. Yeah, that thing's pretty yeah, legit. That's that's how that's how i got into it and um kind of snowballed from there but that's how it happens for everybody right <laughs> yeah so you bought it i think for, i bought and sold about 10 since then damn so you bought that one yeah. you got a good deal but um yeah you, how, why was it so long before you actually started working on it uh so i was in school i went back to college when i was 30 so that was in 2014 and uh so I was working full time, going to school full time in 2017, still 18. Um, and after I graduated, it's kind of when I got like start. I had more free time, so that's when I started working on the moped and the RV and stuff. Mm-hmm. Basically, at the same time. Um, but then I just kept finding more mopeds. I got that Moto became next. I think I got a Jawa next. It's a um, Jawa. <laughs> yeah. Like why? Yeah, I bought and sold that. One. I bought. I bought it. I got it for forty bucks. That's and, why. Uh, I, I so I tried to. Yeah, I just I turned around and like sold it for. Well, I tried to sell it for forty, but I ended up selling it for eighty. <laughs> like, get what I you wasn't, can. Just get rid of it. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I like. It looked like too much of a project for me, and I already had the Concord done, and I was like. I didn't really want to start another one right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I listed it on Craigslist for like a hundred bucks. And um, someone sent me this w- weird email where it was like, yeah, I really want to buy that, but my mom's going to give me a ride there and it's not going to be for like two weeks. And I was like, man, either this is like some dude with like a DUI or something, or it's like a kid that, that, that's too young to drive, you know? Yeah. So like the two weeks went by and I totally forgot about it. Of course that he was coming, coming from like two hours away to get it. Mm. And, uh, so I took it to my mom's and I was like, I left it there and I was like, Hey, this, this, somebody's going to come pick this moped up. I was like, if it's like a weird old guy that it seems like he might have a DUI charge him the hundred bucks. <laughs> but if it's like a kid, if it's like a kid 
if it's like a 14 year old kid or something, just give it to him for 40. Cause that's what I paid for it. You know? Yeah. So she's like, all right, whatever. And I, I, I was out of town or something and uh, I get home and I was like, so what happened with it? And she's like, I sold it to him for 80 bucks. And I was like, Oh, what? Who was it? A kid? And she's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Well, I told you you, you could have given him a, a discount on it." She's like a harder like negotiator than me or something, man. She's like, she's cutthroat, man. Fuck him. Like trying to make money. I know. You break her I off, know, dude. You break her mob off twenty bucks or something. Oh man, I felt bad too because when I the engine was locked up and when mm-hmm. I got there, she has like a gravel gravel driveway. There was like a streak, like a hundred feet down the driveway, where this kid must have dragged the moped because the back wheel was locked up. Oh man! Like man, that's tough. God, yeah. like that's like one of those times where like I've always had these like this thought in my mind of like wishing I could follow the ripples I've made in my life. Like I wish I could like yeah. like when I'm in heaven or something at the end of the road. I wish I could like hey God, you want if I like, go back to this time and like you know hit play on that like sequence of events. So I could see like what happened afterwards. Like that's what I was thinking. Like what happened to this kid in that Jawa? Like, Oh yeah. <laughs> after dragging yeah, it back that. to his mom's car and her driving him like, you know, however far back home. And he's like, yeah, got this locked up bike that doesn't work. And he, he knows nothing about it. Like, <laughs> like, like introducing Doug to the moped world we have here. <laughs> yeah. What, what happened there? It just went deep down the rabbit hole. <laughs> like you could have ruined that kid's life, dude. He could be obsessed right now. He could have a hundred bikes in his I garage. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I I do pay attention a little bit to Moped Army, and uh, I've never seen it pop up on there. So who knows if he even started working on it yet? Yeah, he probably started his own Jawa repair like, shop somewhere. Yeah, yeah. He probably asked. She, the question she said he was like super. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Uh, she, my mom said he was like super excited about it, even though it was like so beat up and like not running. He was like really excited to get it going and get working on it. So. Oh yeah. That's tight. Well, I kinda hopefully, love you got it rolling, man. Yeah, dude. I mean, I love to see that. Like, like I, we talk about it all the time, like how we don't really see the kids that like, or not, not even that they're kids, but like we don't see the people coming to buy bikes that like don't care the condition is that they just want a project. They want something they can work on and like you know figure out. They like the puzzle. And like I'm, I'm like, where are all the puzzle kids? And it's cool to hear that like that kid's probably a puzzle kid. Remember that minty like white city bike I sold mm-hmm. not that long ago. Sold it to this guy. His mom basically bought it for him, trying to make him get out of the house and mm-hmm. be more social. He didn't even test ride it. She test rode it. <laughs> Never to be seen again. Damn. Like, what happened to that bike? Where's it at? Ugh. Did that kid ever ride? Did he ever... Did yeah. he never figure it out? Like, could he ever start it? Those are things you wish you could find out. Those are the bikes that, like, you know, you sell a good bike to someone, and you're like, man, this bike's legit. Like, I'm glad it went to somebody. Like, 300 and, like, miles on it. Perfect. Yeah, and you never hear about it or see it or hear anything from the person. You don't see him on the internet. Like, you hear nothing. You told him all the links. You told him about Mopin Army and all the Facebook He's groups. He's got my phone number. And, like, they just are vanished. They're gone. You never hear from them. And you're just like, damn, dude. That's going to be the bike. Well, in my mind, I'm like, that's going to be the bike that, like, you know, a couple of generations from now, moped children are going to like stumble across this garage find, you know, 10, 15 years from now. Like, damn, like this thing's sick, you know, like first day out, <laughs> left, left it unlocked and it and oh, off yeah. it went. Oh. Yeah, man. I've had that happen a bunch of times, dude. Oh, sold a bike and it got oh stolen. fuck, dude. I get that all. Uh, yeah. I bet I've had it happen five times. They call me like the very next day. You got the VIN number for that moped? Do you know the VIN number, title number? It's like, nah, dude, I sold it to you. Why? It got stolen last night. 
parked it out in front of my apartment. Mm. Left it outside my house, gone. They think it's a motorcycle, man. Just park it. it in the grass. Lean yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, take the key out of it. Nobody will take it, right? <laughs> Lean it against the building. It'll be fine. Uh, crazy. Not my problem. Dude, so you sold this yeah. bike to this kid. You ripped him off for this Jawa. Your know. mom, his mom ripped him <laughs> I off. Feel okay. so bad. I got I to donate 40 bucks to like a, cha- a moped charity. Dude, why isn't there a moped yeah. charity? Like It, it is. There is a moped charity called, <laughs> it's called Rebel Moped Parts Raffle at gmail.com. You just send, uh, yeah. send your $20 or $40 donation and... And you'll have a savior spot in Moped Heaven. We need to give like Simon like one more thing to do, dude. We're just like, all right, Simon, all the clubs are gonna start contributing uh, one dollar a month to like the needy Mopeder fund. And like once a year, Tom like Simon gets to like, you know, kids gotta submit like a letter written, handwritten letter to Simon about why they deserve the pot. You gotta prove you're a real fucking yeah. waterhead to get the money. <laughs> real loose in the goose. Uh. Dude, so you got the first bike, and it took you a couple years to get started because you were still in school. But um, yeah, did you start buying more mopeds like in that time, or did you start working on the Concord yeah. before uh, you started buying more? You think Dutch would get the first grand so prize? I, I, I think that I bought. I was work. I was working on the Concord when I saw the next one at an auction, which was the Motivicane, the uh, like a fifty VLA. Um. So I bought that one, and I still have that one. Um, but yeah, then I finished the Concord, and I took it. The first rally for that one was Moped Spring Break. So I was there. You were there. Uh, yeah. I forgot yeah, all I about it. I, I, <laughs> I might have met. Yeah, you know, it only made it um, the Friday night ride. I was at the taco place. Mm-hmm. Um, but it didn't, it, didn't, it didn't make it that to Saturday. Damn. Um, that was a fun. Yeah, you know weekend, how like man. the the yeah, that was super fun. I ended up going like driving my truck on the beach. Like you can off road on the beach there, so that was kind of a fun like thing to do. And since I couldn't go go on the ride, you should have been down um, there at QCB was uh, pulling dudes out the beach. Like people were getting stuck in the sand. They were towing people out for money. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't Muppet think my Spring truck would have done that. Florida. <laughs> That was the the Carolina. No, yeah. So in Carolina Beach, there's like uh, I think there's four miles of beach you can drive on. I don't know. Um, The one girl put it on by herself. Like we rented a vehicle. We rented a vehicle, and we rolled pretty deep. You were there, dude. Alexis came. Doug came. We had a big beach house. No, I didn't go. Damn. Oh well, was that Roller Kate's rally? No, she was there. Damn. Yeah, there was like there was a lot of people there. I, was, I missed I out mean, on a lot last year for not. This was like 2020. This was like yeah. pandemic hit and like nothing been going yeah. on, and we were just like, "Fuck it, <laughs> we're coming down here," and it was fun. And like, I think I just worked through like for two, a year and a half straight, just worked all the time. Yeah, the blur. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I finished that that Concord like March of 2020, and it was, so it was like the worst possible time to finish a moped because mm-hmm. everything was canceled. <laughs> did you restore those wheels on it, or did you just buy new hoops? Uh, all right, so so the center hubs and the spokes and the nipples are all original, and I 
I just like sandblasted and painted uh, the hubs. But the hoops are like dirt bike rims that I think Treatland had like like one one set, and I I bought them like right right away. I got really really lucky on them because the old ones were bent really bad and like rusted through. Dude, um, so I oh, there's so much I want to get into, but let's just let's just like get this one out the way, dude. So you yeah. have if you guys have been to his Instagram page, you can also go to his website, which is linked in the bio. Check it out, and you have like oh yeah the full like build blog you know style like documentation of like the repairing and the fixing and the building of this bike. So this Kennedy toolbox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah dude. It's, RV, is, yeah, it's RV, sick. Yeah. It's cool. It's so sick. Cause like no one's doing that. And like if they are, you know, it's cool to see the moped thread build thread on moped army. That's but, so vintage, yeah. man. Nobody yeah. does that anymore. But you have the blog like, and which is like, you don't see it a lot anymore at all. Like, like oh, someone's taking the time to put all their shit well, in a blog and document it so you can save it. And are you also it. on Garage? Yeah. So the the original idea behind the website was for the RV because I I couldn't find like any information on restoring like a 1979 G30. So every time I was trying to fix some little tiny like part on it, I could I couldn't find any like uh, YouTube. To, tutorials or anything like that so i just was like man i should just document mine so other people can see what i did is that a know, g or like p van it. uh it's a g g van with full floaters it's like a dually van yeah because it should that? it should be on a p chassis i thought not a g uh what's a p what's a p is that like a delivery chassis uh uh i don't know it's a one-ton van a dually van oh yeah that might be a, the smaller one then yeah, I see a picture of it. That's a little guy. Yeah, that's a G. And it has like the it has like a four foot extension welded on the frame, so it's like uh, it's like six, a sixteen foot flat bed on the back of it. Um, yeah, because my Winnie, yeah, Winnie, so that's how the website started. Yeah, that thing's cool as fuck. I had a Winnie, so I knew a little knew like oh, yeah. a little bit about him with the four fifty four and the big old transmissions oh, nice. and. Trying to yeah, bleed all the hydraulic lines yeah. and all this shit. You learn uh, learned a new trick. Don't use a regular jack on that bitch. You got to get a pump hydraulic, like the little uh, cylinder jack. Yeah, right. The bottle jack. Yeah, that's the only way to go, man. Yeah, I don't, I, it's it's so high off the ground. I I don't. I can like sit on the ground underneath it and work on stuff underneath it. Yeah, that's what I did. I just sat on the ground and changed the belts. Without lifting it, yeah. yeah I, no I did have to no jack it up to change the wheels, though, yeah. But I pulled the engine out of that thing, and, like, I rebuilt it all. That that was – I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> I had never so done crazy. anything like it's, that before. It's not that many <laughs> yeah. parts in this. They're, like, those GM 350 motors are easy. Yeah, it's a, it was a miracle it started when I put it all back together pretty proud of it actually i guess same with the moped <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's the moped but eight times over with the uh with the right motor. right right yeah that, that one's a 400 a small block 400 yeah that's a great motor. a little bit bigger yeah that's Crazy. what i got my pontiac i got me a pontiac 400 oh yeah right <laughs> dude sex so yeah. so you got the <sighs> Or we got you got the moped 
in your work. Start of the blog. Start the blog for the RV. Oh, yeah, you were, you, were you already like working on it? Because you had started the blog for the RV. So when you started doing yeah. the moped, did you just start documenting it right away? Uh, yeah, I think I started doing it at the same time. It was kind of like one of those situations where, like, you, when you're waiting on parts or something, you you want to have like two projects going. So. Like I had the whole frame sandblasted and painted on the RV and it was gone for like a month or something. So that was when I was, I think that's when I started working on the moped because I couldn't work on the RV. And then when the RV came back, I would start working on that while I was probably waiting for parts for the moped, vice versa. So, so the moped got finished and the RV still sitting in the garage <laughs> with no... With no camper on the back yet. I mean, you think that would happen. The moped yeah. seems to be the easier of the two to work on. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah, yeah. The, the the RV is like, all right, first I got to be a mechanic. Then I got to kind of be a carpenter. And then a metal, like a, a fabricator, root, like a fab- a body guy, a window guy. Yeah, the, the, the thing that scares me the most, on, yeah, it's like, it's, it's painting, like body work. I, I had no idea how to do any of that stuff. So I, I tested the paint. That's how the moped got painted, that brown color, that beige color. That was the test that was the, the trial paint. run. Yeah, that was the paint for the RV cab. And I had never used an HVLP gun or a spray gun before in my life. And I was like, oh, man, I better test this on the moped before I try to paint the car. <laughs> uh, and it yeah. turned out good good enough. So it's then I did the RV next. Shit. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's 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 taken the moped. I I mean I pe- people always like don't expect to see it at rallies or on big rides or anything because they, I mean it looked nice or whatever, so they don't think that I actually ride it. But yeah. I like I beat the hell out of that thing, man. I I ride it like daily. That's it. <laughs> so it's it's held up pretty good, I think. <laughs> you want to kind of go into detail, like the how much went into fixing that bike because. If you, uh, if yeah. you guys aren't like really guys, you got to go to Instagram and check out his pictures, check out the site so you can really see like what this thing came from. Like we've all bought like bikes that were like, you know, you know, decent moped cost you a couple hundred dollars. And like, you know, you get the bike that's under a hundred bucks. There's a reason why they're under a hundred bucks. And yeah, this bike yeah, is, right. is, is that reason. Like, so if you want to like so, talk, talk, talk us through the build and all the problems you went through. Yeah. Oh yeah, there's plenty of those. <laughs> um, so it 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 was it was rusty. Um, the rims were bad. It looked like kind of like I found it in a lake. It was so rusted. But luckily, like I got I got lucky with a few things, and that the tank was like perfectly clean on that one, no rust, and the engine itself was sealed still, so there was no like corrosion or rust or anything on the inside of it. And I knew nothing about mopeds. I didn't know what a B1 was. So I got super lucky um, in it having a V1 in it being like yeah, such a common en- engine to have with tons of part, parts available, you know. So, um, the first, so the first thing I did was try to get it running. And before I, be, I, I wanted to make sure I could get the engine running before I put like any money into it really. Mm-hmm. Um, so the exhaust was clogged that was and the engine was seized. Um, so instead of just buying another like 50 CC, uh, cylinder for it, I, I bought the Polini kit for it and I put that on, couldn't get it started. 
that's when I figured out that the exhaust was literally like rusted shut. Yeah. And once I took the exhaust off, it started up. I mean, it was like insanely loud, but it started <laughs> and I, I was able to, I was able to like ride it around the yard. That is and sick. that that's, was back in. That's a pro tip for sure. Like I've, I think we've talked about that before in the podcast in the past, but like yeah. if you're having trouble trying to start an old bike and you have no clue what, what's going on with it, sometimes like you got compression, you got spark, it's getting gas, but it still won't start. Like, Pull all, pull the pipe off because sometimes those old pipes yeah. are just like sealed, like they're so full of carbon that the pipe that the bike can't breathe at all. And as soon as you take the pipe off, they fire up. Yeah, I I, I put like a compressor like um, on one side of it and was trying to spray air through it and had my finger on the other side, like trying to feel feel if any air was coming through, mm-hmm. and nothing was coming through for like a half a second, and then it just like blasted me in the finger with like rust like chip i was like oh that must have been the problem yeah definitely <laughs> whose bike so, was it recently we were riding on the road and there is like a year ago their pipe was on fire Ooh, i don't know it was a girl lady something she was riding and hadn't ridden Man. the bike in forever and the fucking exhaust is like had a flame on the inside of it that's wild because itself was stuck in there oh, and eventually yeah. caught fire those pipes are tricky you gotta make sure your pipes are clear yeah. It's well, usually yeah. rodents yeah. will take things of like nuts and stuff and squirrel them up. Oh, in there. right. Yeah. And the carbon a- builds up on them and then they can't get back out. Mm-hmm. That's another thing, too. Like, um, a lot of us don't think about when riding mopeds that, like, cleaning your exhaust pipe because, like, you just ride them and ride them and ride them. And, like, taking the exhaust off is, like, literally never happens unless people are, like, changing their cylinder. And, like, you know, they never take them off and then never clean them. And you're like, man, this bike just keeps getting slower. And it's because, like, over time, your bike's just, like, filling with carbon and getting narrower and narrower. I cleaned my tailpipe before I came here. Mm, I bet you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fresh. So you got the bike to finally fire up. Yeah, and that, was, that would have been still back in, like, 2017 when I bought it. So I got it running before I kind of, like, um, stopped working on it and uh, focused on my schoolwork, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so then from, from that point forward, it was like, strip it down to like every last nut and bolt, um, open the engine up. I replaced, I mean, everything's replaced on it. Um, the crank, the, I had to replace the, um, I don't know, the output shaft on that because the, the, the sprocket was rounded off the front sprocket. Um, was totally rounded off so like it it needed like everything but uh i took the engine off sandblasted the frame painted it um that seat that seat was made from somebody on etsy um before i knew about moped seatude he actually (laughs) did my latest project my my latest project is uh a maxi uh mk2 sport and he recovered that seat nice for it yeah He's killing it. Um, He's doing a great job. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. He should charge more. <laughs> He's uh, my C- the CD did for me turned out really good. I can't, I couldn't believe the prices on it, man. Um, but yeah. So, so the Concord it has um, uh, maxi forks on it. Um, they're the EBR forks for that, uh, and then a lot of like generic parts, like the rear, the rear shocks are just like the whatever the house brand is of those. I don't even know. 
Uh, it's got the MLM exhaust. Um, I bought everything pretty much all at once for it. To, Which is um, super smart. Going. Not going to lie. Yeah. That's, that's, that's great uh, planning on your part. So many of us like, oh, I'm going to build this moped and you, you buy a part or two parts. Oh, I can afford this part or that part. And you keep doing yeah, that right. over and over and your shipping costs just keep adding up and adding up. Oh, right. The shipping cost isn't my issue. I don't remember what size crank I need. <laughs> yeah, and the, yeah, buying parts yeah. you need at the wrong time. Like and At least when you buy all the motor stuff at once, you know you have the motor stuff you need. Or if you're just buying things yeah. at random, you're like, you might forget what you got. Or misplace it or lose it. There's or a for, lot of that going or on. Or forget you bought it and buy a second one. I've, I've, been known, I've been known to do that. But yeah, dude, like buying everything at once is great, especially if there's a sale or something, too. You can take part in like getting yeah. everything at a discount, like buying it in bulk. I suggest yeah, don't buy it on like... sale, though. Waste yeah. the money. <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah, spend it all. Yeah. The, um, do you guys buy bolts, nuts and bolts from like McMaster Car ever? Have you heard of them? Um, Thomas does a uh, fastenal. Like, I've got a Granger account. Oh, yeah. Oh, Granger. So it's it's kind of like it's kind of like those places. But it's here it's by Cleveland. It's like five minutes away from my workshop. Okay. So I kind of, I have access to like, I don't have to pay shipping on all the nuts and bolts, basically. That's the, the perk, I guess. Yeah, that's it. But, Dude, we had a conversation, <laughs> I think me and Thomas had a conversation like yesterday. I was like getting super fed up, like cleaning shit out of my garage. Just like, all right, all this shit's got to go. There's too much stuff in here. Like, I'm never going to fix something for someone else ever again. Like it's too much. I'm also never going to sell this. Yeah. I'm never going to sell it. I don't, I don't care about this taking perfectly it. good part. Yeah. I'm never going to actually fucking sell it. I'm not going to take the time to put it up and post it and wait for someone to buy it and then package it and ship it. Like I'm not going to have that. them back out of it over a $25 part that you're paying $20 to ship. Yeah. And you get five <laughs> bucks out of it just for like goodwill. Yeah. I'm never going to do it. So I'm just like throwing stuff out and chucking shit to like the, the, the scrapper pile. And I'm just like, dude, like, all these nuts and bolts. And Tom was like, Oh, put them in the magic bucket. I'm like, no, fuck it. And I chuck them, you know, just like, dude, we're adults now. Like, let's go to the store and buy the, Oh, I have set. a, ma- I have a magic bucket, but I also do not keep shit like that. Like an inventory, like talking about, it's yeah. just not worth it. Yeah. Like I just, just go, go get to the store, buy a set. <laughs> I order it for, you can get like a hundred M six by one stainless steels for like, Five bucks or something from Granger's, like nothing. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Mm. Get yeah, some so, hardware. So, yeah, fuck yeah, I got hardware right here. Help yourself, <laughs> cocksucker. Get this yeah. shit out of my house. Yeah, I mean, I like buying the in bulk, like hundred hundred bags of bolts or whatever, and Buy now I have pound. so many that, like, yeah, like it's it's like a pain in the ass to organize them. You know, now mine are all just sitting in a box. Dang. <laughs> I'm gonna chuck it. Buy them Uh-oh. organized already. <laughs> yeah, I tried that. Right, I went on Amazon and I was like, "All right, these looking at all this shit." I was like, "M6 by one Allen, blah 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 blah." I was also looking for like some Allen nuts, so they're like internally Allen on one side, but mm-hmm. just a regular M6 by one threaded nut on the other for exhaust stuff. Yeah, for tight spaces mm-hmm. or whatever. And then I couldn't find that. But anyways, I found the shit I was looking for according to the description when I ordered it. I don't know what the fuck it was when it came in, but it's none of it was actually M6 by 10, like standard exhaust thread, mm-hmm. you know, nuts or whatever. It was all super tiny shit you would use for like your stator. 
all mm. Allen key, stainless steel, which is all, you know, like super nice, but only like a few of them I can use. All the rest of them are like crazy fucking small, crazy short, and it's a ton of them. Damn. It must be like a 3,000 piece set, <laughs> but they're all so small, they fit in a tiny little box like the size of this phone case. Yeah. It's fuckloads of them. I was like, That's God, funny. I mean, it was a good deal, but none of it's right. <laughs> if it's well organized... <laughs> Oh, as long as it was a good deal. Yeah, it was like $9. I was like, eh, how can I go wrong? I'll try it, 9 bucks. I mean, some of the stuff yeah. is great because, you know, there's little stator nuts or like you got your uh, your flywheel cover. This is one thing I used it on a Minarelli uh, when I flipped a Minarelli recently. The the flywheel fan cover was fucked up mm. and all the bolts were stripped out or whatever it was. And so uh, yeah. I found the, them, the I found them in that kit and they were all the right size. Like it comes in handy for stator plates and oh, things nice. like that. But yeah. Like, it's still great, but I'm like, this is not what I ordered. Mm-hmm. Granger. <laughs> know what the fuck you're getting. Yeah. Granger.com. You can get your squanch. You know what squanch is? No. You better ask somebody. <laughs> Shit's good. Make your life complete. Squanch. Uh, uh. Squanch is like a drink. It's like their sports drink for hardworking people out there in the field. You know, you get your hard hat on. Get your squanch on. That's funny. It comes in a powder. So you can pour it on your own water. You can buy like the five, the big ass pound bag of it yeah. and like pour it in your whole jug. And mix it right into my coffee. Dude, it's fucking good too. <laughs> it's inexpensive. That's funny. That's got to be the drink of your next rally out there, man. I'm telling you, do squanch. <laughs> Look it up. It's fucking fire. Order some and try it. It's really good. I, I might do that. You guys heard it here first, dude. Get your squanch. All on. the other stuff is salty. You, you never, you know how you get like a sports drink, a powder is like super salty or dry tasting. Hmm. I don't get the powder, dude. I just buy the drinks. Oh, Gatorade sucks, yeah, dude. Gatorade's horrible. It's like chalky. I don't know. Unless tastes, tastes pretty good to me. But also not getting the powder version. You you must have a yeah, shit. Yeah, I've palate. never tried the powder. <laughs> no, regular Gatorade is like chalky. I think. Hmm. Huh. Unless you get the Gatorade Flow, that shit's good. I don't know what that is. It tastes like liquid, dude. It goes down smooth. It's wet. <laughs> it's wet. Yeah. So you're buying nuts and bolts. <sighs> you're getting this Lone Ranger over down. here. Yeah. So I got everything. So, <laughs> so I I guess like the first issue I had was I, the carb that everybody seems to love, the Shaw Fifteen. It was too. It was. It was too small. It. It. Um. I could only top out at like. 38 miles an hour maybe when I had the Sean on the Sweeney kit and I upgraded it to a VM 20 and I was, I hit like 57 I think was the highest speed I got on it um so that that was one thing that changed from the original original build and I also didn't know anything about the Piat card ignition back when I built it mm-hmm. so it had points or- originally and when I would like go wide open throttle, it would like misfire on the points. And then Andy from the zeros uh, enlightened me about the Piat card, and I got one of those, and it was like a game changer and uh, super smooth acceleration all the way up um, since I got that. Oh yeah. Uh, so that changed. That that's another thing that changed from my, like the original summer, the original uh, build. So you didn't really know well, much about mopeds. That, like, you didn't really know much no, about them nothing. when you started. Like, <laughs> did you go to Moped Army, or where were you, where were you finding information on how to like repair yeah. this thing? How'd you find Andy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 
Oh yeah, so he so he's in Toledo, which is like two hours away from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was going to Moped Army a lot, looking stuff up, and this was after I bought the Motivicane. So when I was reading all this stuff about like the Motivicane and the B one, Andy like his name kept coming up kind of in all the um, all the threads because he had like I guess he was like re- really into the V ones before he started like. Uh, working on all the French bikes. So I was like, man, I, these are the both the bikes I have. He's like the guru to go to. So I, I think I took them both to the Zero shop uh, one day and had him help me like tune them and stuff. Uh, but that's how, that's how I met him. And those were like the first guys I really met um, that were into mopeds. Like, it's it's weird. You, I, I, so I you knew, lived near Hoke in them, but you never like, like saw the yeah, rock bikes? Yeah, so I... So it's funny. I texted. So I, um, one of the like black pipes guys uh, is LT, and I think I texted him or something because I knew him also from living in the neighborhood. Like like before, I knew anything about mopeds, and I was like, "Hey, I'm trying to like tune this like this Minarelli V1 and this like Motivacane. Do you think the guys at the the black pipes could help me out?" And he texted me back. He's like. He's like, yeah, I asked around, but they said they're mostly like Tomos and uh, Poop guys. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, well, okay. <laughs> so I went to um, Toledo instead. Yeah. I mean, that kind of makes funny. sense. It's like, funny. It's the, the, brand, the brand loyalty. Yeah, I know. It makes sense. It makes sense. It was like cracking me up. But, it's like there's definitely some bikes uh, that like some people like, I guarantee if I had a V1, there's, there's maybe three people in Richmond who would know like anything about it. Or what? What to do? Thomas, myself, and Doug. Like, yeah. like any of the other guys that, that only ride Tomoses or only ride Pooks or only you know they would have no clue. Besides the basics, of I like, know one guy who would bullshit a bunch about it. <laughs> yeah, besides the basics of like you know carb, you know gas spark compression, and like you know anyone can kind of tune the carb or like little stuff Suck like that. Bang blow, yeah. Right. But like all the the V one stuff or weird shit, like oh like. What's all with these tabs on the clutch? Should I weld these? That's what the internet says. Uh, they, yeah. You know, they'd never know. Oh, right. Yeah, why is this clutch such a bitch to get off the fucking taper? <sighs> have you ever had to weld something to the clutch to get it out? No. I think you have. No, you did with poop <laughs> once. No, we welded it. Uh, one in the shop of uh, uh, the old tread shed that one time. Yeah. But Just I didn't like, have to do it. Weld the puller to the clutch because that's the only way you could get it off the bike. <laughs> and that's where uh, the puller yeah. lived. And the Yeah, and the, and the whole top plate like bends in half. Like it's crazy. At that point, yeah, you just I leave spent, it on I there. I spent right? mine recently. Damn, it sucks because like that's like a hard part to get. There's not like a bunch of V1 replacement clutches laying around. No, I know. I had a I had to get one, or one of my friends had to get one from Myron's. I know he had some, uh, but yeah, they're, they're hard to find. I bent mine back. I like I like hit it hit it. I think I stuck like a piece of threaded rod through the middle of it and like screwed a, a nut onto it in the middle so that it, I could hit it with a hammer and the nut would bend it back like mm. straight again. Yeah. So yeah, mine's cause, cause the way if, if the puller bends that, the, the clutch, um, it bends it inward so that it squeezes the clutch pad yep. and you obviously can't use it when it's like squeezing the pad. So I, I bent it back out, just tapping it with a hammer. Um, you're like, good enough. But, There's got to be a better way yeah, of doing I it, mean, like shock loading it with a slide hammer or something, because they're famous for like just eating themselves. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, my, mine's welded too. Um, I've welded a couple of them. The, the pins on them. So that, yeah, that's you know, like step like one, dude. Break, you're gonna break apart. Yeah, you're gonna kid them. You better weld those tabs. That. Yeah. Actually, I I I, I want to change the springs in mine. I'm I'm worried the springs are gonna break now because it's been like three summers I think that I've been riding it. Yeah, they last pretty long, dude. Those are good springs. Like, man. which ones are they? The preemptively v- changing them. Uh, I have the blue ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember there was like the weird like rogue springs. For I a still have some. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Those were like you know oh some new springs to the market, but everyone's just getting the blue kickstart springs or whatever for long. I think time. I put the uh, one rogue spring in that Yamaha Sting. I think I broke it because mm. they all break. Apparently, yeah. the rogue springs aren't what the fuck. Damn. Did you ever go deep down uh, Angel's like wiki section on the V1? Because I know like she pretty much had a really detailed like you know wiki on the v1 stuff oh no um i don't think so i did use the um the rebuild thing that's in the wiki though it's pretty detailed it's it's pretty good yeah so i went from like rebuilding that that um small block engine that was the first time i ever like opened up an engine to like doing the the v1 and i was like like mentally prepping myself for like spending a week like rebuilding it and it, it took like a couple hours <laughs> i was like man this is amazing i can like hold this engine in my hands and like literally take it apart and put it back together in a couple hours this is crazy yeah it's funny like the more you do something like the the easier it gets in mopeds for sure yeah just like yeah yeah just just like the simplicity of the moped compared to like working on cars my whole life you know that's what that's that's one of the things that like hooked me into the hobby it's just like man why have i been working on cars my whole life when mopeds are so much easier to work on <laughs> and, and i don't need like two, yeah 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 you don't need like marginally uh, yeah, yeah. dude so what's up with like there's like some finer detail stuff that you did to the to the v1 like What's up with mm-hmm. the like the the battery box underneath the seat and like the three D printed like tank gas tank holder? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like the the more you ride them, the more you like learn about what what can like uh, make it easier. So I have like my degree uh, that I went back to school for was in industrial design. So it's kind of like a problem solving kind of like career, I guess. Um, so I think that's part of what what like kind of inspires me to keep fixing things that aren't broken, you know, on my on my bike. Um, and I 3D printed the gas can holders um, because that tank is so small; it's like three quarters of a gallon or something. And with the VM20 on it, I I can only go like 30 miles maybe on, on a one tank. So adding those two extra cans gets me up to like 75 miles or something. Um, but yeah, that's like the 3D printing and like the 3D modeling and stuff. It's, it's stuff I learned in school. So kind of, kind of trying to like transfer it over to side projects like this. Yeah. Um, and as for the battery, like, I kept blowing out taillights. I probably went through like 12 or 15 taillights on that V1 before I could figure out how to wire it properly so that um, 
it wouldn't blow at like wide open throttle. I guess I don't know the RPMs too high for it or something spinning too fast. Too much wattage. Blow out the LED yeah. Like even even with the regulator. Yeah, well, it's the wavelength. Yeah. Which the power comes through, it completely scrambles the little capacitor that makes the LEDs work, and they can't handle it. So you got to regulate that power somehow. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up doing like the um, uh, the Trail Tech regulator rectifier, and uh, it, it's a remote control car battery uh, mm. that I got off Amazon. So I folded up a little piece of sheet metal to kind of make a little protector kind of box for it uh, under the seat, and it, it bolts uh, to the seat bolt. So it's all it's it's all like pretty cleanly done. Um, but yeah, and that's just for running I think the lights. I, I, yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's the lights, and I, I I planned on putting like a USB port on it. I haven't done it yet. I ordered some from Amazon, and I have them, but I just haven't had time to like wire them in so it can like charge my phone or whatever yeah do you have Uh, to how do you charge the battery or is it rechargeable it 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 charges the engine charges it through the rectifier yeah it's crazy how it works um that's awesome yeah the engine charges the battery all all summer and the battery takes that power and just smooths it out so it doesn't fry the lights right it goes from ac to dc yeah with the rectifier yeah, and I, you can you can do it with uh, capacitors too instead of a battery. But the battery, I don't. The batteries are nice. I mean, the way I was reading it on like Moped Army, some people are really against having a battery on mopeds for whatever reason. Um, but I don't care. So I feel like it makes more sense. Just, you can do more with it. It's sometimes easier, yeah. and less expensive. And you yeah, probably get a more capacitor- consistent light too. Yeah, so they don't they never flicker now. And I and I have the same tail light that I've had since I, I um uh, wired it that way. Um it hasn't blown out yet. Yeah, knock sick. on wood, but yeah. um it's been like that all summer. And it Yeah. Thanks. Um and it's got the like the LED headlight uh from the corn pad YouTube videos. It's like a Jeep uh fog light. Yeah, that was Four a good cool video. Yeah, was, check yeah. that out if you haven't seen it. Hit up, uh, check out the Cornpad videos on YouTube. He's doing a bunch of great like uh, tutorials and shorts and stuff. Yeah, I've used his videos a lot to rebuild some of these. Actually, the zip tie trick put, to put tires on is a really good one too. Especially with these like big knobby tires that are yeah. like super stiff. <laughs> Sit them out in the sun, all that shit. All of it helps. <laughs> Oh yeah, that should be like a, a a a challenge one year for like raffling off the bike. All right, guys, we drew two tickets. You got to have a speed competition wrestling on these damn tires. Oh yeah, I got some. <laughs> I got just the tires too. No, no tools, just your hands. Oh no, yeah, they, no, they would no, never no, actually yeah. get these tires on. <laughs> no one ever won yeah, the that's bike. A good one. The, the deciding factor is who pinch flatted. If they both tie, yeah. if you don't win yeah, the bike, right. the club keeps it. <laughs> we have to give it to a homeless person. I think it'd actually be funny, dude, to like to draw three tickets and, and like two of them have to try to wrestle the tires, and the third person is just like you win the bike if both of them fail. <laughs> <laughs> 
That'd be kind of decent. That'd be funny. <laughs> I won the tire. Didn't even have to do anything. <laughs> I didn't have to sit around and look like an asshole. Dude, so that's sick, dude. It's like, how long did it take you to get it to get it all together once you started and like tore it all down and you know painted it and put it back together? Um, I want to say maybe three or four months total. Um, I feel like I started it maybe in like December. And got it done in, like, March, like I was saying. Um, but then, you know, like, two years of riding it, learning everything about it, you know, and kind of, like, tweaking it as I went. Um, there's always those little little tiny things here and there, you know, like, tuning it, um, different temperature spark plugs. And, mm-hmm. um, I don't like carrying stuff in my pockets when I'm riding. So that's why this summer I also added that like cargo box thing on the back of it. Um, I don't know if you saw that. I made like yeah, a little rack today. for it with a little like Pelican box. Yeah. So that was, I think that was the latest thing that I've done to it. Like no one likes carrying shit in their pockets. Bags get to be um, a pain in the ass. Yeah. 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 Because like in the summer, if you have like a backpack on when you're riding, you get all sweaty. That, that's yeah. that's another. You can't reason. show your colors on your back. Can't yeah. rep, rep your side. Uh, yeah. Rep your side. Right, your right, back's right. all sweaty. Everyone else at the rally is asking you to carry shit for them. My only issue with having like a box on my bike like this is I just leave things in there and then it's just like a hobo fucking shopping spree because yeah. I forget to take oh, things right. out. Can't have anything in there you care too much about. Like, look at all that. This, this is like prime. Yeah prime goods or you gotta have one that can you can lock or something yeah you can lock that one i don't have a lock for it but yeah so you could lock uh, it <laughs> maybe someday you yeah. come, come to richmond leave that bitch unlocked <laughs> gone <laughs> yeah. not gone just like highly rummaged through and, and, it, it, and it, even if they don't want it they take it anyway and just throw it in the woods they, and they'll leave it open for the next person to look through <laughs> yeah oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, that's happened to me with my car before, man. I had like a um, just a tool bag in there, and all it had in it was a set of drill bits. And someone broke the window and like rummaged through my car, took that out, and it was like laying on the sidewalk, like a block <laughs> away, with the drill bit set in it still. Yeah, at that point, it's not even worth locking your car. Let them open the door. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I've seen those, like, oh, yeah. those, like viral shit going around on the internet for, like, San Francisco or whatever. They're just the like... The boys? No, people... Yeah, people just put in notes on their car window, like, there's nothing valuable in here. Please don't smash my window. The doors Dude. are unlocked. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, don't yeah, smash I, my I, window. I've done that. I've, I've done that, that a lot, too. I had a beater car when I lived in uh, Cleveland downtown, and I would leave my doors unlocked, but then, like, they would like sleep in my car. <laughs> yeah. I would like come out there the next morning and I'm like, man, I don't know what's worse. A broken window. <laughs> someone that like stinks sleeping in my car all night. What you do is your carpets. you leave the wind, you leave the note and then lock your door. Oh yeah. There you go. That's a good one. Like good don't solution. smash. <laughs> the doors are unlocked. Oh wait, sorry. They're not unlocked. They might break your windows out of spite. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Dude. So you said you got into more mopeds, and you got this bike going. And you started finally hitting rallies, like, and you hit. And this is like you're yeah. like new to mopeds. You're like coming into it like during the you know the the shutdown. So the excitement is all there. Yeah. 
Like you're like fresh now, dude. How's it feel getting out there? Uh, it's it's good, man. I <clears throat> I've had a lot of fun at them. Um, I, I'm like proud of the fact that my moped has mostly survived. <clears throat> um, so the, the, they had a mini rally in Cleveland last year, mm-hmm. and like it was like a forty mile ride. And like, I only had like five miles left maybe and my intake bolt backed out and my like intake fell off and my car fell off and I was like so close to making it, but I did not survive. <laughs> um, but that's the worst thing that's happened really with the Concord at, at um, the rallies. Like 60 miles on these rides is like far. Yeah, it's pretty and far. I'm just glad that it's like it. Yeah, it's like surviving them. Oh yeah, yeah. Most of the time, it's like my like feet a... are vibrating so bad after 40 miles. I'm like, eh, I'm over it. Yeah, right. Or your hands are like numb by then. Yeah, and I got those like low bars on mine, so like, just my like shoulders and everything. Yeah. Oh, you gonna <laughs> learn, man? That's, that's gonna be the next yeah. upgrade you make. Yeah, the bike yeah, my built. body's gonna fail fail before the moped. <laughs> Gotta get that bike that's built for comfort. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's. Um, so what are I some got, other products? I, I picked you have, up like yeah. a Hobbit. Oh uh, yeah, I got I got a Hobbit. Um, that one that one's pretty comfortable. That one's pretty stock. Uh, I just got it running for the most recent rally in Cleveland for one of my friends, but um, it's it, it like softies or something. He didn't make it very far. Good. Um, Set but it, it just has set them up for failure. Let them know the real <laughs> yeah. life of a moped. Man, I was trying so hard. Like I decided like two weeks before the rally that I was going to like get a running and get the parts that it needed. And I just didn't, I didn't tune it. I didn't have time to like tune it properly, I guess. At least you learned um, that hard lesson through someone else having to break down instead of yourself. Yeah, <laughs> never do them last minute. It always goes bad. Jason, uh, uh, we I, learned today I that uh, that uh, what is the thing? A ruckus is actually a moped because the exhaust <laughs> fell off. Yeah, uh-huh. we had a guy out on the. We went on the our the scooter club in town. Through they threw a Sunday ride. We went on today, and like a guy that's he's in town working at Facebook for from New York, and he brought his ruck. He's like, yeah, when I go to job sites, I just like throw my tools in one side of the truck, my ruckus in the other. And like he was out there riding with us, man, had a good old time. But nice. his pipe fell right off in the middle of the pack. And that's how, <laughs> that's when we both knew that it too is truly a moped at heart. Yeah, man. It was sick. It was yeah, so, so, someone's bat, baffle fell off right in front of me in Cleveland, and uh, mm-hmm. I ran that over. So yeah, that's that, the best. That, I mean, <laughs> running over it, it happened. So, <laughs> oh man, I thought I was gonna die. I thought I was gonna crash. I hit it like perfectly though in the center, so I just bounced right over it. Damn. Yeah, the sad thing is, then you got to listen to that fucking pipe with no baffle. <laughs> I know. So I know. The first then thing you do is try to get the I hell know. away from them. Yeah, circuit promo pipe, like, <laughs> right, right beside you. Yeah, yeah. Thing was loud. Um, yeah, then I, I got a that maxi I'm working on now too. Is and your, I have like a cursed like Moto Bikane that I, I don't think I'm ever gonna get running right. <laughs> is your goal to haul ass or is it just mainly to like be a solid bike, pretty well rounded? Uh so with the maxi, I'd like it to like hit fifty five 
it's a, it's, a, it's got the ZA50. Um, but the Hobbit, it's just like 35 right now. Maybe 40 would be nice, but it's, it's totally stock except, uh, the exhaust, I think. Yeah. Um, it's got a shot. It's got the shot 15 on it from my Concord. Uh, I just got the different intake for it. Yeah. Um, Gotta make sure you get that uh that but it, 52 it, cylinder poured a little bit. Or the stock of Shaka is really good uh yeah. stock replacement. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, that one'll be like further down the line someday. Like I I go to like a lot of garage sales and stuff mm-hmm. and uh I wanted a moped that's kinda quiet so that when I'm in these like neighborhoods just cruising around a garage sale, um to have it's like the go-to bike for that now so oh man you gotta put that put that, stock, put that stock pipe back on dude that little pancake i know where jason's yeah. got a couple of them <laughs> yeah. ship yeah. you some yeah oh man yeah i think i threw it away yeah I I that's what i did mine. i think i just threw three of them in the fucking scrap pile dude i'm over it oh uh, yeah i found more today yeah i remember in the box <laughs> I remember seeing the stock one on, on like the treatment website and it says like, it says right in the description, like, I don't know why anybody would ever want to buy one of these. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like oh, yeah. I why did trees buy a yeah. boat? Up, like they, they probably bought a fucking pallet of them. <laughs> it was like, if you want to go stock or speeds, if you don't care about going fast, you want your bike to go 30, 35 miles an hour and you want it to be whisper quiet. That's a good way to go. Yeah, yeah, probably the manufacturer's like, we'll give you the Atuza kits if you buy this pallet of exhaust pipes. <laughs> They're like, all right, deal. <laughs> Got to wheel and deal sometime, dude. So out of the rallies you've been to since you've gotten into mopeds mm-hmm. officially, got your bike running, you're getting down here, you're seeing the things. What was uh, what was your favorite ride and what were like, you know, some of the best experiences you've had? Um, so like the favorite ride would have been Nashville probably. Um, that was a really good ride <laughs> like it was, um, there weren't a lot of stops, stop and go, you know, it was like pretty windy. It was pretty fun. It was a beautiful day. Like that had to be like the best ride. Um, and like I said before, I was really proud of my moped for making it 60 miles that day. <laughs> Um, are you into mopeds for the ladies? Uh, yeah, of course. Not. Of course, yes, yes. I heard they were moped lady groupies, <laughs> so I built this bike in, fa- in hopes of finding love. Finally, uh, we're no. in the wrong country for that, bro. <laughs> I wonder sometimes. Uh, yeah. I see some people who like get into mopeds, and I'm just like, "What the hell are you doing in the mopeds?" I mean, there's that that whole like Simpson moped, like Euro edition stuff. When I look on the internet, and I see those bikes. It's like a photo shoot. It's like just like models that like are riding these like shifty fifty square jaw, like, just gorgeous and handsome. <laughs> they're like you know taking their like ass selfies in front of this like you know beautiful like Simpson bi- bike with all the bells and whistles. You're like, is this is this like a thing? Is this like a fashion scene to ride mopeds here? Like. It's it's interesting. Maybe they don't actually ride them. They just take pictures. Every corner has them on there. All right. I got to get out of here in a minute. Yeah. I, yeah. I got to wrap this up. 
We had our we had our hour mark, dude. We did it. Yeah, we did it. I guess episode two. I'm getting. I'm fading. <laughs> it's been a long day. Dude. We're gonna tell people how to win these fucking prizes. You want to help us with that, Joe? Thank you for hanging out with us. Dude. Sure. Like I appreciate. Oh man, thanks for, for sure. inviting me on the show, man. Yeah, man. I mean, yes. like I said, like it's cool, like seeing bikes and people that you only really would see on the internet, like out in in the real world, and that's kind of what it what it's about for mopeds. It's like we're such an online community that like when you finally get to see someone's bike or in person, like it, that that feeling, be like, damn, look at that bike. Like I've seen that on the internet. That that's rad. Like and like your bike's always kind of been like one of those for me. Like when I saw it, I was like, damn, this thing's cool. So, I bet when people see mine in real life, they're like, holy fuck, the thing looks way worse in real life. Than I what a piece of shit. How does he ride that thing? Yeah, we've all had that feeling, too. I, everything I'm in, I feel like that. I bet it takes pictures well, but then in real life, it's fucking trash. It should be thrown away. Yeah. Uh. Every time I get on it, I'm like, why am I still riding this thing like this? But you have so much fun doing it, you're just like, ah, ride it till it breaks. All the smiles today. I had such a great day. Yeah. We had, we had a great ride today. Swerving like, and bobbing. Just it was mo- good. Mopeds doing doing what they should do. Trying to pick up trash off the street. Oh, yeah. Everyone you got a successful missed, score. Yeah, I couldn't scoop it. I just got to drag it for a couple feet. <laughs> My favorite is hitting roadkill. If you get like a nice fresh squirrel uh, and you can kick it in the head and make it spin when you go oh, by. Man. Disgusting. Oh, I love that shit. <laughs> Dude, I, I think I got oh, air I off of it. Oh, Jason interrupted. I didn't hear you. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uh, I, I said, I think I got air off of a raccoon recently like, that I didn't see coming over a hill. The old trash uh, panda. huge, man. Yeah, another another thing that like scared me thinking I was going to crash. I, good thing I had them knobby tires, I guess, to grip into that. I hit one moving one time. It was hauling ass across the road on my SV. Oh, man. That's gross. <laughs> I did. It gave me the like the speed wobbles, you know, like you see like nat, like motorcycle yeah, racers, yeah. like get that like full wiggle wobble front and back for yeah. a minute, and somehow or another, I just Held came. It together. I came out of it. I don't know how. I didn't die. It throttle, was fun. Throttle out. <laughs> Nothing be worse than eating shit from like hitting an animal. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that. I didn't. I just think I. Yeah. yeah, I think I didn't hit the brakes and just got loose and just throttled up. Mm. At least you didn't slam the front brake and flip over the bars or something stupid. Those are so great. <laughs> How do people do that? Oh, the internet. Okay, sick, dude. Well, yeah, like I said, thanks for coming on. Uh, we're going to rattle through these prizes Thank real you. quick. Um, you can hang, feel free to hang out while we do it, man. Yeah, maybe you can add yeah. so, add something to it. Yeah, tell, tell if those are good ideas or not. Maybe, maybe you come up with your own. Fuck it. All right, so first off, we're going to do the, the email drawing. So you can email us at mopedmoneypodcasts at gmail.com and I don't uh, call it. Yeah. The password's going to be 200 email us 200 to moped money podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. And everybody gets the same prize. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. We can't do that. That's not right. And on next week's episode, we're going to be drawing two winners. Uh, first off is going to be, I'm going to even put in the notes first drawing. It says two street <laughs> first drawing <laughs> is going to be for a $200 gift card to dose cycles. Big shout out to dose. Like they just put out new Polini kits for V one, like with the dose branded on the side, which is legit. Like if you need new V one cylinders, since we've been talking about V ones all day, um, go to dose, get you that brand new, new shit. Yeah. Don't forget when you send an email subject line, 200. Yeah. 
Email podcast. Subject line 200. And then after that, you can say whatever you want in the email. Yeah, whatever you want. That way we can categorize it and actually make your vote count. Yes. Um, I'll, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Include your name, you know, and your address. Yeah, picture of your dick, mom, yeah. naked, whatever you got. Let me know who you are because I'm going to enter your name into the spreadsheet for drawing the, the winner for the email. Oh, yeah, I would never do that. I would just like search 200 and then run the drawing for whatever the random number was and just start counting and then pick that one. I would never even bother entering the information into a spreadsheet. But if you... Still have to have them in order. They will be in order. If you just search 200 in uh, subject line. I don't know. We're going to do two drawings. So we'll do one for the $200 gift card. And it's random anyway, so who cares if it's in order? Yeah. And then um, extra random. So, and then the second one is going to be a spot in Moped Rich's calendar for next year. Hopefully... Lou lets me pick the, the date because I'd like it to be August for my son's birthday. And um, we're going to do the moped seat dude uh, free reupholstery for your moped seat that's falling apart, covered in duct tape, looks like shit. He's going to hook you up and two patterns of your choice. So, really, this is three, three seats. seats. Essentially. So, you got to Yeah, a so when you win bikes. this, call me and I'll tell you what seat I need <laughs> for one of those prizes. <laughs> Or if you got a buddy in your community that's also got a shitty looking seat. Yeah, your, like, your whole crew looking whack as fuck. You need this prize. <laughs> step it the fuck up. Yeah, step up your fucking email game. All you got to do is send us an email with your name, address, a picture of your mom naked to Moped Monday Podcast, Podcast at, at gmail.com. Subject line, subject line 200. 200. And you're entered into the drawing to win this fucking sick ass prize. Thank you, Moped C Dude. Thank, thank you, you Moped dose. Rich. Thank you, Moped Rich. Big thank you to Big Dose out there holding down the fucking spotlight. Thank you, oh, guys. Yeah, man. Super sick. Before we forget, make sure we thank them, you know? Yeah, got to thank them. And then uh, next up, we're going to go with the voicemail. Ooh, we're hitting all I'm the gonna let fucking Tom- avenues over here. I'm going to let Thomas describe this one. I already forgot what it was. All right. No, no, I didn't forget. <laughs> I'm kidding. So if, uh, the prize is uh, you're going to send us a voicemail because we like to get voicemails. Anyway. We don't really know where to send these prizes to because we don't want to just give them out randomly. We think they ought to find their proper home. First thing is a disc brake wheel. I believe it's spoke from Treatland. Mm-hmm. If you need it, call us up. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us why you need it. Dealer's choice, silver or black. Silver or black. We want you to have it. We've got a, uh, what is it, a Pook MRB clutch bell. Let's check this thing out. They're beautiful. pretty rad. 21 tooth, regular cut. Light in with holes in it. These things are sick. They're for KTM clutches. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> who's got a KTM clutch? Yeah, no, I'm kidding. You get but, that from Treatland. Get yeah, but if you, deal. you but, get the bell for free, buy the clutch yourself. But yeah, like this is something I'll be like, yeah, I was actually interested in getting that clutch and I don't have to pay for the bell. I really want that. Send us a voicemail. We'll, we'll do our best to get it to you. And then the third one, of course, is the PHPG carb. Just send us, just send us a voicemail. I'm talking if that's something you're into, and we'll try and pick it random. Yep. And I want these voicemails to be good, bro. Like funny. We're gonna do our best. It's gonna be weird. We're, this is new for us. We're gonna try this. I actually we're like just trying some things, man. Find it right home. So that voicemail phone number is eight zero four six three eight nine five three three. There's three different prizes. And think if you're the only person that calls, looks like you get all of it. Or you could call three times. And describe your mom naked. (laughs) 
804-638-9533. Again, 804-638-9533. Call the voicemail. Tell us what you want. Win this shit from Treatland. And it is Halloween season, so dead or alive descriptions are okay. <laughs> Next up, we got the Instagram challenge. I'm going to finish editing this video, this episode tonight, and I'm going to post it on our social media. This is Moped Money Podcast. On Moped, I mean, on Instagram, I'm going to post it in our story and I'm going to post it on our thread, like I'm mean, on our page tonight, on the profile. Posting tonight, so it'll be there in the morning. Whenever you're listening to this episode, it's already up. Go to our Instagram at Moped Money Podcast on IG and comment on this episode and tag a friend. I don't care who you tag. Just make a comment on the episode. Post, tag my mom. And tag a friend. And this is going to be for... A $100 treat gift card. Woo! That's a lot of work for $100. I know, man. A whole lot of work. I've, I've, worked, I've worked less for $100, man. I don't get it. Commenting, that's, that's hard. Tough so, work. You guys got to, if you can hack it, if you can sweat it out, get your, key, get your thumbs going. Let's get some interaction, dude. Yeah, We're just trying to get you guys involved in the podcast. Fuck, tag me, Rebel Mopeds. Yeah, I don't care who you tag. Yeah, tag anybody. It doesn't have to be moped people if you want to tag someone random. That could be funny. Tag Ashley. Was it uh, RVA Ash? (laughs) See if she's listening. She's actually here in the building, and she won't come in and say hi for the 200th episode. I know, man. But yeah, hop on Moped Monday Podcast on Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram account, you might want to make one. That's worth $100. You don't have an Instagram account? Call 638 <laughs> Fucking voicemail the old school way. Why don't you send us a, a letter email, in the mail? We're, we're giving you so many options here. Lick a fucking stamp and send it. So many ways to win. But yeah, this is for a $100 treat gift card. Go to our Instagram, comment, and tag a friend. All right, last up. We're on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on all these, you know, SoundCloud, we're on all these different social media things or whatever out there in the ether where you can hear the podcast. But the specific one we're asking for is iTunes. We only have a couple iTunes like reviews, you know, where you go on iTunes, you look up this Apple podcast, you go to Apple podcast, iTunes, and you look up Moped Money podcast and you give us five star review and like, you know, a little comment. It could be cool. It could be mean. It could be nice. I don't care what you say. Make it entertaining. And that's worth a hundred dollar gift card to us. Treatland, hundred bucks. Go keep, to iTunes. Keep it simple. Great show! Exclamation point. Boom! That counts. That counts. And we'll pick one at random, bro. Big thumbs down. That counts. It's oh. a review. It's a review. Five star me. One star me. Oh, don't one star me, dude. Don't one. Don't one star us, bro. <laughs> Hit us with that five star. Hop on there. iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Send us a review. And some good stars, and that's worth $100. Yeah, we'll see you in the list of shit. We'll click a random generator and then count down the list and nail it. Yeah, yeah. The the the, the generator uh, app is sick. And like when we do this next week, I'll make sure that it's live on Instagram. So you know they're all legit. Everything's getting picked live on random. We'll share the screen. Like, you know, it'll be 100%. And if you feel fucked out of something, it's probably because you are. Yeah. A loser. Dude, speaking of um, prizes and stuff, kind of bummed. I'm not really bummed because I don't care. Like, it's each his own. But the 100th episode, the Tomos, Super Tomos motor we did, finally built it, got it off to the person. He got it together. I've seen a video of it running. It was running, sounded mean as a bitch. I was like, damn, wait, I can't wait to see a video of you ripping it down the street, dude. 
Well, I never saw that video of ripping down the street. He but died? I, but I was on Reddit the other day. Mm. Shout out to Reddit. Red, mopeds on Reddit. It's kind of fun, I guess, sometimes. Yeah, I, I do the mopeds on Reddit. I'm there. I'm there a little bit. I'm on the, I'm, I've, been, I've, been, I've been like lurking on the Discord, too. But like... I don't really I know, know what that is. I'm too, yeah, I'm too, I'm too old, dude. I don't know too much about Discord yet. I got I to gotta learn the ropes of the Discord. But I was lurking on Reddit, and I was like, and I'm looking, and I'm looking, and I'm scrolling, and I'm like, dude, that is, that's, that's the motor. For sale? That's the motor. What's going on here? He sold it. Nuh-uh. Yeah, so I guess he traded a Tomos, like a running stalker, and cash for the motor because apparently the story from the guy that I got was um, he was a little scared of it. It was fucking fast. He, and he ripped it and he wrecked it. Oh, and I'm like, damn, what? He like call in and tell us the story. I'm like, yeah. So Brian, I need you to hit us up dude. hit the voicemail. Let us know the deal. Like what's going on here, bro? Like was a bike too much? Was is Jake Kane almost Jake King quality built shit? Okay. It was it better? Seventy <laughs> percent of Jake came quality build shit. <laughs> Too fast? Is a Tomos Gila that insane? Does do everyone you have bird bones? Are you really light? Do I need to build one of those for myself and keep it to find out? Because that's the problem. We never had to ride it ourselves, so we don't know how good it was. I don't know, but very hope, curious. The and the person who has it now, like uh, you know, he seems like he's kind of new. To mopeds a little bit, like I don't know. Does he's he like, know what to get? What he's getting he himself into? into? Like, let's I, make him an offer. Let's try and buy it back. No, I think he's into it. Like, he's pumped on it. Like, I was, I was reading his thread, and like, I was commenting, like, dude, like, that's the bike motor rebuilt. Like, hell yeah, dude. Like, and he's like, yeah, like I'm trying. I'm like, I'm like, just make sure you take your time. Make sure you tune it. Don't blow it. Like, there's no rush and getting it right. So, we'll see. I'm gonna try to keep up on it. But that's it, guys. That's episode 200. We gotta buy that motor back. <laughs> He's going to kill himself or he's going to blow it up. <laughs> oh, fucking crazy legs. Magoo out there just, just just got his fucking little little pencil ass legs in the wind. <laughs> just flapping behind him. <laughs> Hanging over dear life. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, somebody buy that guy a fucking Targa. That's funny. Dude, I got my Hobbit running last night. Started sidetrack, guys. I got my Hobbit running last night. I went out for a late night rip, like midnight. I'm like, fuck it. I'm leaving the house. And I took off and... Fuck, dude. A Hobbit, like, tune well that's, like, your fast bike, they feel, it felt so sick. It felt so good. Did but, you miss it? Oh, I missed it so much, dude. Like, that feeling of not riding, like, a really, your really fast bike or, like, whatever for a while, as soon as you get back on, you're like, yo, why did, why am I riding anything else? Like, it was bucking super hard. It was revving to the moon. But my throttle cable was sticking kind of crazy. And it was, like, uncontrollable. Like, this is not a bike I should be riding around the streets on. With like, a sticky throttle. Yeah, because I was, like, with one hand, like, like you twitch the throttle, like, ever so slightly and the bike would buck underneath you and I was like look try to throw me off of it I'm like yo this is not good right now and if your brakes are garbage look like I got disc brakes on the front yeah. with the disc spoke hey you can have that too you can have that too call us 804-638-9533 <laughs> okay dude Joe sorry you had to sit through that <laughs> nah, god good, damn man. it he's still there <laughs> Joe I'm so sorry you could have chimed in at any moment <laughs> You are part of the show too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last, last but not least, dude, Joe, tell everyone again where they can find you on the internet. So, my Instagram is the Roadhouse. It's uh, R O A D H A U S. 
um, and my business accounts, Playhouse, P-L-A-Y-H-A-U-S. Sick. And, uh, and then that website, roadhouse.com. Got to check the website out. It's sick. Blog's cool. That's like the blog thing. Yeah. yeah. See all the pictures, dude. It's awesome. Uh, I'll make sure to like, tag you and your uh, site, too, when I post the video up. Is he eligible to win in these prizes? Of course. Perfect. And you're the first one. <laughs> you're ahead of the dude. game. Yeah, you're uh, ahead of everybody else, dude. Don't, oh yeah! Don't don't sleep, dude. I'm telling you, if one person calls the voicemail it could and be they're it. the only one, fuck it, they get it all. <laughs> if one person's the only person who sent the email, they get it all. If one person's the only person who did the iTunes thing, they get it all. It's easy, and I and I and I guarantee you, a lot of people just aren't going to bother. They're going to sleep on it. They're going to sleep on it, and then they're and gonna it miss doesn't out. cost them a thing. All they do is we email them a code, and they sh- have it shipped themselves. So yeah. then it's on them. They have a code. Which is easy. You don't got to worry about me bojangling for fucking 60 yeah. episodes, 50 episodes. You ain't got to listen me. to me fucking tell you I told you so, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I'll never do that again. Believe you me. <laughs> but that's it, man. Joe, thank you for hanging out with us. I'll let you go. I know you got, you know, a busy life to attend and to. somebody like please, for the love of Christ, build know, me a man. Vespa transmission. Thank you. Later, bro. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Yeah, if somebody out there wants to build me a goddamn Vespa transmission, please build me one. I'll pay you. I don't feel like fucking with it. I just need one good one. Hire that GP racing dude. I know. He's got to be. He's got to build it legit, right? If anyone can. Yeah, I just need one. Yeah, he. I, that the problem is with him. You get to looking at what's going on there. You're like, well, there goes ten grand. <laughs> Disc brakes, yes please. Front and rear, yes please. <laughs> Dude, last week's episode, we got a lot of sick Vespa knowledge, like undercover, like Vespa tech shit. I didn't listen. I know. I never listened. It's, I know. But it's one of the one of the homeboys from um from uh, uh Kickstand Boys Detroit, like uh, MCR, like old school. Like, oh, nice. Yeah, he's he's killing it. And he he was giving away all sorts of little Vespa secrets left and right last week. And I was like, dang, Voice Tom was here to like nerd out on Vespa stuff, and they could have like really gone deep because I know nothing about Vespa stuff. So I can't like. So he could have been lying, and you just have to take it as church. This is true, but it's also on the podcast, so it is church. Mm. Facts, baby. All right, guys, thank you guys for listening. Thank you so much for helping us get the two hundred episodes. Thanks for having me on for the two hundred. I know, and if you if you guys weren't listening, didn't like we wouldn't have kept doing this. Like, if you want me back on, sorry. (laughs) <laughs> if you want to back on send them a Vespa transmission fully built ready to go <laughs> I don't care just as long as it like rolls and doesn't leak too bad I just now I'm just gonna buy some old ones from treats and then blow them up and throw them in the trash I mean that's one way to do it dude I tried to like they had some new old stock ones and they sold out I missed the, bo- the boat on it um, what do we say when we're leaving the show how does it go um we say thank you. Come again. <laughs> thank you. Have a nice day. <laughs> uh, fuck your car. Ride a moped. Ride a moped. Running and eating. Dude, it's like so many songs about skateboarding, but none about mopeds.